Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. KBR Sports, the best sports talk show, your 24-hour day, coming back from our, whatever, whatever number break this is. Yeah, that was 30 seconds? Was it really? I had a round estimate? Okay, sorry. You were supposed to be keeping track of time. Man, look, that Casey Keenum topic was, or the Rams one was just extensive, but a little bit. You said all of them? I feel like it was. But... Neither what what so in the, in the in this in the first game of the NBA coming back NBA season coming back we we seen a couple of big games from a couple of players but a funny thing is one of the most in particular is a big guy and the most and, and even even in a game that we haven't gotten a chance to talk about yet in a game with the third and the um, the seventy sixers Joel Embiid made his his first debut as an NBA player on the regular season court. And we saw him drop 20 points, seven rebounds, and 22 minutes because he's on a, li- a minutes restriction. So, do you think at this point in time, it looks like we're starting to have a big man revolution? Because Anthony Davis himself went off for 50 points, 16 rebounds, seven steals, and five assists in four blocks. Are we? Are, is it? Are we coming back to a time where the big man is starting to become relevant again in basketball? If there's been a time where Big Man hasn't been relevant in basketball, I think that I think it's it, it's more so been where the Big Man hasn't has faded into the background of the guards. Whereas in the old in the older days, the Big Men were the were the the struck the fixture of the team. Mm-hmm. Well, yes, then NBA works in cycles. It's gonna come first. It was Big Man. It was a Big Man for you. Then it was a uh, superstar league. Then it's become a guard league. So now it's gonna work back into a cycle where, especially with the team, the team, the big team right now, the Warriors. What's the what's the way that people keep saying you're gonna beat the Warriors? Bigs going big. So guess what people are doing? Guess what's coming back? Bigs are coming back now. You and you you look at those guys, but you have guys. Miles Turner, second year, 30, 16, four blocks. Tony Towns, twenty one point five. Marcus Aldridge against the Warriors, 26, 14, 3, 8 offensive rebounds. DeMarcus Cousins, 24 and 6. Kevin Love, 23, 12. Marcus, Marcus Gasol and, and Zach Randolph had Mark had 18, Zach Randolph 19 and 25 minutes. The process had 20 and 7 and 22 minutes, like you alluded to. So the process, so, Joel. The process. I love that nickname. But, <laughs> but, so, that's a great nickname. That's a great nickname. A great nickname. The process. Oh god. So yes, they are coming back, and, and, and as teams got smaller, especially like I said, this this the, when I said the Cavs, I felt like the Cavs won the championship because 
getting, the Warriors can get exposed. There are teams that are going to explode from inside, and and they are making an effort, an effort to get the big men out on the court again, and have skilled big men out there. And you, and you see more skilled big men coming back into the league. Carl Anthony Towns and Anthony Davis are the two most recent examples. But even young guys like Miles Turner. Miles Turner looked great last year. He looked, he took that for his first game. He took a step forward to his post the career high. So yeah, I do think big men are coming back, but I think it's not the it's not the big men that we used to see. It's the new age big man where you have the big one who put it on the deck, who can step out and hit jump shots, who aren't just big lumbering bigs anymore. I think it's it's that new age kind of big. I it's hard. It's hard. This this is a really hard question to answer mm-hmm. because you watch a team like Golden State, mm-hmm. and I'm not even talking about after getting Kevin Durant. I'm talking about even before getting Kevin Durant. Yeah. And whenever they would go to that depth lineup, mm-hmm. they would literally run big guys off the court. They would. But then you would see specific matchups that nobody really highlighted because they had, they played specific matchups where you saw they had trouble against. They struggled against Miami Heat. Yeah. Who's the Miami Who's the Miami Heat? Yeah, my, Hassan Whiteside gave them issues. Did they Listen, struggle? Did they have they, they, they struggled guarding Hassan Whiteside. Okay, yeah, they good. struggled, they struggled guarding Hassan Whiteside. Hassan Whiteside almost went for 20, 20 rebounds on them. Mm-hmm. He had twenty. He had twenty six points. They really, Draymond Green had no chance trying to guard Hassan Whiteside. He wasn't even. This, he, he had no business trying to guard him. Mm-hmm. So then now you see guys like Anthony Davis, Carl Anthony Towns, Andre Drummond, um, Joel Embiid. Mm-hmm. You ha- you see all these guys coming in that have the ability to make an impact on the game. Now here's the question I pose to you: In this era of shooting. Could these big could these big guys coming in since they're since they're so offensively offensively their repertoire is so spread out? Could they dominate? Yeah, diverse. Thank you. Could they dominate in a way similar to that of a Shaquille O'Neal, Hakeem Olajuwon in their era? No. Um, I don't think they need to. I, I think. The thing about it, if if they if you have a low post threat no, but that, that nobody can stop that literally can't be body down low. Which Shaquille O'Neal wasn't his time, but these guys can also shoot threes and they can defend on the perimeter. Carl Anthony Towns, Anthony Davis can defend on the perimeter. Joel Embiid has shown that he can shoot threes. He has an offensive skill repertoire similar night. to Hakeem Olajuwon. So, if 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 these guys can, if these guys have talents that even guys like a Shaq or guys like a Hakeem, as far as in terms of range, didn't have. Then how come? How, why would they not be able to dominate the game in the same similar fashion? Because the league doesn't dictate. Doesn't league is not change that make it easier to guard those guys. You obviously now when you have a, a dominant one like Shaq, you're not gonna see another, you're not really gonna ever see another Shaq in the league. Like, I mean, Shaq was a one-time talent. Just like, how you, just like how you don't see Jordans, just like how you don't see LeBrons, they don't grow on trees. Those are those are generational talents. But that being said, can they can they add that factor into the game? Well, I'm not saying that you're going to see a talent as t- a t- in terms of physical dominance. You will not get a physical dominance as a, as in terms of Shaq. But is their skill set make the Steph Curry is so dominant and his his nothing his, he's not physically imposing at all. But literally, you have to guard him once he passes half court. Mm-hmm. It's because of his skill set, what he can do shooting the three ball. His shooting makes him that dominant. So that's what I'm saying in terms of these big guys with their skills. And because everybody has downgraded and gotten smaller, these guys in essence have. They they have the Shaq physicality without needing to be Shaq's physical like physical size. You get what I'm saying? No, because the big men have the big men have gotten so much smaller, and every team is trying to downsize and get smaller. 
The only, only team I think can even... There's, there's only select few big men that can guard guys like Anthony Davis, Cranston Towns. And it, actually, even these big guys will struggle against them because these guys can face up with the ball, which is something that these other, the other big men didn't have. That, that's, that's where it becomes difficult to guard these guys because who can you put on them? If, he, if Anthony Davis can face up, take a Mark Gasol to the basket, take a Dwight Howard to the basket, what can you do then? Yeah, but I'm, I'm, my point is they don't, they don't have to be dominant on the block. Should they, should they have? They don't really have. To, I mean, if if you don't play on the block, it's, it's not that big of a deal anymore because there's so many other ways that they can beat. Like Anthony Davis, Anthony Davis is not a post-up player. He can post up, but he'd rather live in the mid-range area and taking off the dribble. And that's fine because he's dominant that way. Would it would it, would it hurt his game? I don't know. It would hurt his game at all. But it's not necessary to dominate. Is what I'm trying to say. As long as, long as you, I find it more important that are they good rebounders than rather than are they great on the block. Like for example. Um, LaMarcus Aldridge. LaMarcus Aldridge, oh, he's good on the block. Can he kill you from mid-range more than anything? And is he good on the course? Guess what? Against, against the Warriors, the offensive rebound. He was great on the course that night. That's, to me, that's more important. As long as, they're, as long as they're dominant in a certain way of scoring, that's all I ask for. And, and then have other facets to complement that. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But if you're just a kind of good in everything, but not great in anything, then I've then I'm like, uh, you know, I'm kind of iffy on that guy. But what if you're great at almost everything, and then you're great in low post? Anthony Davis can low post. Carl Anthony Towns okay. can low post. Okay. Carl Anthony okay. Towns can low They're post. Okay Joe M B can low post. Joe 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 B can low post. Probably Joe B the black hole right now. He's not that good down there yet. Jo- jo- what? He's you still not see the skills he, he was has, He has he, skills. He he's literally not, has, he's not good down there yet. He. What, what is your what what, what what is the definition of being good to you down there? He was four twelve. He was. Shooting wise, he was not great. He's he got buckets, yes, but he was not. He got stopped by Stephen Adams more often than not. Stephen Adams is one of the most exceptional, was one of the more exceptional defenders in the game at the and big man my position. My point is, he's not at the point yet where you dump the and, ball and, to him. And, and, and the thing is, Joel Embiid that was his first NBA game. He was. That was, so that's that's, that's, that's my point. Game. But I'm saying, but if you see if you see the talent in these guys, Shaq wasn't even a polished a polished big man in the in the paint when he first came in. Shaq, Shaq was, was just physically impolished. Shaq was. Oh, let me let me finish. No, I let you finish your point. I let you finish your point. I'm not gonna let you finish. Shaq was physically imposing. Shaq was really imposing. Then he developed the hook shots, all that stuff, while he throughout his time in Orlando. When he first came into the league, he was raw, just like Joel Embiid. But he, Joel Embiid had better footwork than Shaq right now when he came into the league. He has better footwork and everything like that. The moves he puts on are better. Shaq, Shaq was just more physically imposing. Shaq it, literally just did a drop step, bump, body bump. I'm at the rim, dunk. Uh, talent doesn't get you points. Talent does not mean production. Joel Embiid has sure, better footwork. Better moves, all that. That's great. Shaq had a, a move he could go to. Did you just right say here. talent doesn't get you? No, Shaq, talent, that was, that all, was all Shaq's because, talent. All because all because you Wait, have. But that that falls that falls in line with Shaq's talent. His I'm, physical side. No, I'm not talking about Shaq. I'm talking about Joel Embiid. I'm saying he has more moves. He has better footwork, like you said, and all that. But it doesn't matter if you have if you don't produce more. Shaq did. Shaq had a move or two that he was dominant with. And I got him. Shaq averaged twenty four. You're not raw averaging twenty four and thirteen. Be raw you averaging have, that. You can be last. Shaq skills. improved. Shaq was not raw. Shaq was the MVP candidate from day one. You're not raw if you're that good. Shaq was ready day one to come but into the there's league. There's a reason why Shaq improved and bust one yes, championship. He did. You can be. You can be raw. Not, and co- he was. He was not. Michael raw. Jordan. Michael Jordan. The definition of raw is that you you use your individual talent and you use your talent to. Dominate your your um, mm-hmm. adversary. 
Russell Westbrook was raw coming into the yes, league. Russell was Russell, raw. Russell Westbrook was raw, but he still took advantage of his. He's improved in every other facet of the game, but he still used his individual talent to dominate people in the game. So Joel, Joel yeah, and that's why like Russell Westbrook was not good when he first came into the league. Russell Westbrook was still good. He was so not, they took they took us they took us to five games. We literally the Lakers. That, that, that was one of the three years into the league. That when they played the Lakers. Yes, that was Russell's second season. That was his third season. That, 2008 it was his third Russell season. Russell Westbrook got drafted in 2008. No, he, was, he got drafted in 2009. We played him in 2009. Way Hakeem wasn't as physically imposing as Shaq, but because Hakeem has such a diverse move repertoire and Joel and B has three point game, he did. can dominate in that way. But guess what they did? First game in the league, they produced on good efficiency. They didn't shoot. Yeah, 30, well, Russell Westbrook played the Lakers in the second in the second um year. This year, right here, Russell Westbrook drafted in 2008, played the Lakers in 2009 when the Lakers went to the finals. What was that? What was I saying? Right. That's you're, not, I'm not, I'm not done. you're saying that you're saying oh that. those guys produced. You're right. What did I say? They produced when they first came. Hold on, hold on a second. Um, Joel Embiid had one game. He didn't shoot well. He didn't play. Particularly, didn't play well. He was a net negative on the court. He wasn't by Cole, and he didn't miss most of the shots. By all means, the flashes were there. Flashes looked good. Joel looked good. I'm not saying that. I'm Joel. I thought Joel looked great. I thought Joel looked like. He's gonna be a force in the league in a few years, but right now, at this exact moment, he's. Not but my that case good. isn't even sticking to Joel. My case is with every one of the big men. They all can do dominate in a way that no other big men can check them. So wasn't wouldn't their physical, wouldn't their dominance be similar to that of if, a Hakeem or they, a big man from another era? If it fits them, in yes. era. If it fits them, yes. If if guess what? Like I said, if Anthony Davis was a great poster player, yes, put him in the post. But all because he has a mismatch. No, but the, the thing is, it's not. But it's not just the the fact that he has the post is an option. But it's not just him being. It's not just about him in the post. The fact that he can dominate that other big man because the big man, the big man species has regressed so heavily. That's and that's that's my point. It's the fact that when he most most nights when Anthony Davis goes in, the other big guy can't check him. Most nights where he when he's when he's playing against somebody, the other big guy won't be able to face up with him. Most nights he can post up that big guy no, if he can. wants to. Yes, he can. Yes, he can. Let's just let's just let's just right now. Andy, he, to me, Anthony Davis is a power forward. To me, he's a power forward. Okay. But he can play center. I, okay. I consider him a power forward that play that can play center. He's okay. Similar to Tim Duncan. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So, That's why I consider. But he's still a big guy, in my opinion. Carl Anthony Towns, I think he can do the same thing to these big guys. He can he can face up. Absolutely can. No, I'm saying what your point is. My, no, my point. That, that's that's my that's the premise of my point is that these guys can dominate in their own fashion, but be as dominant as big guys that dominated with the back to the basket in that era. Do you get what I'm saying? Like Shaq didn't have to go and shoot threes and all that. He didn't have to have such a diverse repertoire, but he dominated low in the low post game. These guys might not. The low post game, they can do it in the low post, but they have such a diverse array of moves and stuff. It, from as terms of threes, mid-range shots, dribble, handling the ball, that they can take advantage and dominate their matchups in the same fashion. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but maybe not as not as dumb. I'm not saying these guys are gonna be as dominant as Shaq. 
not Sha- I'm just saying that that's the, that's the I mean those are the those are the marquee big guys of our of our generation. Right. So those are the first things that come to mind. But what I'm saying what I'm saying is that these guys can dominate this generation because of the lack of quality big men. Like think about think how many guys we just named. How many and then how many Marcus Saw, former defensive player of the year. Could he guard Anthony Davis off the dribble? Could he guard Anthony Towns off the dribble? Probably not. He he can guard them facing I mean posting up. But those guys know how to take advantage of him facing up. So he can most likely dominate his matchup. Oh, y'all, we got a call. Um, what's going on, callers? KBR Sports, the best sports talk show, your 24-hour day. How you doing, man? Hey, hey, guys. I know I'm calling in a little bit later tonight. It has work. How are y'all doing? Good, 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 good. All right, all right. I'm, I've been doing good. First of all, I wanted to touch on uh, the Tennessee Titans right now. Crushing the Jaguars. This is the best performance we've seen out of them, but it's the Jaguars, so <laughs> not going to get too excited. One thing to note from that game, DeMarco Murray looks like he might have pulled a hamstring. Oh, wow. Yeah. These are the... What, what did he say? It, what, what's the score of that game? 27-0 at halftime. Oh, okay. Oh, my gosh. That's all I need to know. <laughs> yeah, Derrick Henry has a touchdown. DeMarco Murray has a touchdown. Marcus Mariota over 200 yards in the first half. Okay. Oh wow! Where, where's but, the shot at when we need them? I know, right? <laughs> where, tell me, where was this team last week? That's my question. Who'd you guys where play did last these week? Guys come from? Time, guys? They played the Colts last week. Oh, they lost yeah, like 34 26. That, not bad. Back to the subject I wanted to get on. I want to talk about some of the NBA basketball that occurred yesterday. Uh-huh. Um, The Pelicans need Buddy Hill to show up sooner rather than later. This is when Anthony Davis dropped 50 points. His team dropped 52. They lost to the Nuggets. (laughs) I know that's an important point. But my problem is, you scored 50 and the rest of the team scored 52. It's pretty bad. He's terrible. That is horrible. That is horrible. That is pretty bad. They've done nothing good for him since he's been there. Exactly. They've made horrible moves as far as free agents. They haven't really drafted anyone to help. I guess Buddy Hill was supposed to be the help, but they didn't only play him 17 minutes. Yeah. And he scored like six points. So, you know, we're going to need we're, They're going to need to either play him more or he's going to have to show them something. Um, one thing I will go on on the show is saying um, I did not trust the process as the 76ers did. And I may have been wrong because Joel Embiid looked to be the real thing last night. Looked great last night. Joel Embiid in 22 minutes 20 led the 76ers with 20 points, 70 bounds, and four blocks. Played great defense last night. And he missed one free throw, so the, the guy could knock down free throws, and he hit a three pointer. He was one of three on threes. So he's doing it. He's scoring his points any type of way. He's not going to get away with fouling him. No. He can rebound the ball, and mm-hmm. he got four blocks. Pretty great. So now I'm all aboard on the trade on the trade uh, to the Okafor train. I, you know, before this, I was like, you know, he's a good player, good young player. Keep him. No, no. I thought Joel would be get him out of here. I, I, <laughs> get him out of here. You're on the Joel and B trade, but are you on the Harrison Barnes train yet? Uh, the Harrison Barnes train hasn't really left for my Dallas Mavericks. I mean, he made the game time three to send the game to overtime. They took a good fight against the playoff team that's the Indiana Pacers. Basically, they showed me that they're not as horrible as I thought they were last night. Huh. Let me ask you a quick question. So, did you did you hear the current topic we were debating? 
No, I did not. I literally just walked in. What, what was the current topic? We were debating. See, it, it hurts because I, I got to provide context. But we were debating if whether or not this current, because there's so many big men that are coming up in the league, and the league has reformed to being such a finesse, small ball, jump shooting league. Could the big men of this, could the big men like a Carl Anthony Towns, Anthony Davis, Joel Embiid, and others dominate in this era similar to how Hakeem and other guys and Shaq dominated in their eras? I certainly believe so, because when you have guys like Andre Drummond, DeMarcus Cousins, Joel Embiid had a good showing, Carl Anthony Towns is, you know, doing numbers where he's at, Anthony Davis doing numbers wherever he's at, there's a lot of, you know, Gorgie James, you know, doesn't get that much attention, but I'm pretty sure he had like 14 or 16 rebounds last night for the for the Timberwolves. Um, Bismack Biombo was a solid performer for the Toronto Raptors as far as, you know, his rebound and defense output. Um, Lamarcus Aldridge did his thing against the uh, Golden, the undersized Golden State Warriors. So Julius Randle, he's not even a traditional four, but he, he quality buckets. So I definitely do believe there is room in today's NBA for these elite big men because everyone wants to go smaller, you have to take advantage of it. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying go the Milwaukee Bucks route. Everyone running your starting five, seven foot. <laughs> but, you know, get yourself a nice centerpiece to revolve your offense around, and you can do something. As we saw, even though the Golden State Warriors are not fully put together as far as they haven't messed all the way, they're not truly a team yet, the bigger San Antonio Spurs gave them problems because they can't out-rebound them. You can shoot as many threes as you want to, but if I'm getting more offensive possessions than you, I'm in the game. What would you say to that, that point, Nigel? He's right. They outbounded them. I think they had 21 offensive rebounds. Nigel, you just argued me for about like 10 about minutes what? about if big men could dominate in this era. So said, yeah. You're not saying yeah. <laughs> no, you've been arguing the whole No, I haven't. I argue, no, the only point I'm arguing with you is about, is about how dominant they can be. You said you said can they be as dominant as Shaq or like kind of like those bigs in that era? And Hakeem, I listed Hakeem yes, as well in that era. And I yeah. said no, I don't think. Because I, I, to be fair, I did. I just realized what you were saying. I was thinking of you men posting up, and I realized you were talking about just in any way they can dominate. Yeah, yeah, and they can. I, and some of them can. Anthony Davis, like I said, he has been dominant in mid range as long as they find their own niche of how they want to be dominant and can keep dominating that way. I completely agree. Yes, they can. But if you want them to be the traditional big and just back up, post up to the basket, and do and just do that. Then that's where I disagree. I, I understand. I was reading you. I was listening to you wrong there. So that that part, yeah, it, my fault. I read. I heard you wrong. But yes, against smaller teams like a like a Golden State, if Golden State is not willing to put get a a good defensive big, these big teams will absolutely kill them. Yeah. So to what were you saying? Like they got rebounded twenty-one to eight on offensive boards. They took fifteen. San Antonio took fifteen more shots. They took eight more free throws. They shot fifty. They shot, got fifty points in the paint. Those things. That's not going to change. They don't have the bigs to, to combat that. So unless they go out and get one, that's why I said I don't trust them. I don't have them winning a title this year, and that was the reason why. Yeah. So yeah, I completely agree with Rudy on that. Yeah, oh. and, and mind you, I didn't I say DeAndre Jordan. <laughs> so what? She didn't say she didn't say DeAndre Jordan because that's a different type of big man. That's a big man that's great when he has a point guard. All the guys that I listed can get a bucket by themselves. If you throw them the ball, 
they can get themselves a bucket. Again. Even Andre Drummond, to some degree, who, you know, the offensive genius that, you know, Carl Anthony Towns may be shaping up to be, or DeMarcus Cousins or Anthony Davis, but he has post moves, and he can definitely score on his own as long, and get those offensive rebounds and put the ball back up. He needs to work on that free throw percentage, but, but he can definitely, yeah, he can definitely do something for you. Yeah, um, free throw another point terrible. I want to bring, <laughs> Another thing I need, wanted to bring up, Ricky Rubio needs to be gone. He, he did absolutely nothing on that Timberwolves team yesterday. He scored four points. He didn't, like, have that many assists. The young guys, Wiggins had, like, 25. Carl Anthony Towns had, like, 18. Levine had a good showing. All the young guys from the Timberwolves are doing their job. Ricky Rubio is just out there to be out there. I disagree with you on that one. You gotta have somebody to get the ball to them. They don't have any playmakers on the team outside. Wiggins is not a playmaker. Levine's not a playmaker yet. Um, Carl Towns ain't a point guard. You have another point guard in that roster. Chris, they don't think Chris uh, Chris Dunn's ready yet. No, keep Ricky Rubio until until you see more out of Chris Dunn to prove that he's ready. Well, here's the thing. I'm not even I'm not even saying rush the the Chris Dunn train because that would be a, a total overhaul, and I don't think that that's good in any sport really. What I'm saying is. Ricky Rubio right now has a pretty decent asking price of, you know, some draft picks or a veteran player or possibly a draft pick and a veteran player. So what I'm saying is trade Ricky Rubio away, get yourself yet another draft pick, get yourself a veteran player that can step in and, you know, you know, hold it down until Chris Dunn is ready, that can actually score more than four points in an entire NBA game, and you'll be perfectly fine. I, I honestly believe if Ricky Rubio with Jared Jack. No, <laughs> no, don't disrespect Ricky Rubio like that. <laughs> Don't disrespect him how. The, Jared, Jared Jack got cut from a... Jared Jack can't make a team. Look, 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 look. His non-existent jump shot, his horrible defense... No, stop it. You lost me. You lost me. I lost you because he can't play defense? Nah, he's a top five defensive point guard. Look up, list, look, you look up any list of great defensive point guards in the league right now, Ricky Rubio's going to be on every single one of those lists. Now, shooting, he's a terrible shooter. He's always going to be a terrible shooter. He's a terrible finisher. He's always going to be a terrible he's a finisher. He's terrible everything on offense. That's not true. <laughs> but everything in terms of scoring, he's terrible at. Yeah. But he's still a great... No, no. Yeah. He's, still, he's still a great <laughs> playmaker. I, 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 I got I to gotta make time. All right, bro. I appreciate you calling, bro. <laughs> Yo, well... The next show, man. Next show. I I, I realize you guys want to base on Ricky Rubio. Rudy, no, I will, I'm gonna have a topic for Ricky Rubio one day that you can call in. I'll I'll get to you on that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I will make sure whenever y'all put Ricky Rubio on the schedule that I am I am front and center and I call in. And Brendan, don't forget. A couple weeks ago, we made this little this little wager. Falcons play Green Bay this week, buddy. Ah, uh, what, what was the wager? I just told you that Green Bay was probably going to win that game because I don't believe in the Falcons. Oh, yeah. The Falcons, and I told you Taking Green Bay wins. I'm going to call on the show. I'm not even saying anything. I'm just calling the show and be silent for the whole show. <laughs> just, to know the, just, just to let you know that I'm here. <laughs> All right, bro. I'll, t- I'll talk to you later, man. Appreciate you calling, man. Of course, of course. Y'all have a good night and enjoy watching the rest of the Thursday Night Football. Team. All right, bro. You didn't watch that damn game. <laughs> you didn't watch that game, man. You didn't watch the Titans play? No, man. Uh, you want to watch the Titans? 27-0. Hey, man, it's close game. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're going to take our last oh, break. Hold on, before you go to break, who you have a choice to pick one big man on your team. Those, those centerpiece. Uh-huh. Right now, for this season going forward. Just just this season. Not going forward in the future. Not not anything like that. Just this season. Who are you taking? Well, I take Anthony Davis. Okay. 
And it fully healthy the whole season? No, no, nothing. There's no, there's no guarantee or anything. It's just you're just taking a player. There's no guarantee on anybody's gonna be healthy for the entire season. Nothing. You're just taking a player. I'll take Anthony Davis because he's the best. Uh, that, that, a healthy guy. I'll take Anthony Davis. Okay. All right, y'all. We'll, we're gonna we'll be right back with our speed round. It's KBR Sports. All right, stay tuned. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.